Okay, we three. are back on. We have a couple of guests. Yeah, and first off, we have to acknowledge the best moment of pride so far. <laughs> well, Ronnie, you. congratulations. Thanks. I cried and I was drunk. So it was great. <laughs> I, I, I think I got a little teary-eyed too. <laughs> um, so tell our listeners what happened. So in all the planning of Pride and knowing that my relationship was going to be at the next level, it just started making more and more sense that I share that moment with the community that has inspired me so much. And I, up until it happened, I really wasn't sure if we were going to do it. That's why I made the Facebook post. Was so people would be expecting it, and I don't want to let. So you out. couldn't back out. Yes, it was yeah. accountability. And his mom was in on it. His mom told him that I don't think Ronnie's gonna do it. I, I think he's gonna wait. So he didn't expect it. And I forget what I said. Um, everyone said it was very well worded, and and everyone kind of cried a little bit. And I cried, and he cried, and then I sent him home because he had too many beers. So. Oh, we want, oh, we want him oh, up too. Oh, yeah, we wanted to ask him. Yeah. But you have a new ring. Um, so, and actually, Taylor made our rings. Uh, Taylor, one of the other organizers. So, they, and that's made out of. It's walnut, because um, we want. We're we're kind of like pagan and kind of like hippies. So the wood is walnut because it's a like hard wood and it'll last forever. And copper? And copper. Okay. Um, copper, when you wear copper against your skin, it's supposed to keep you pure. It stops impurities. It removes self-doubt. It allows you to trust yourself. Um, it's supposed to help create initiative, drive, and honesty, and better communication, which are all things that we value in our relationship. Right. And good for marriage. Yeah. And um, like I said in the proposal, we met on MySpace 13 years ago. Oh wow, and when MySpace was still around. He said he knew the first time that we went on a date that this was something different and real. And I didn't know how to handle that, so I kept I kept running. And I would go back to him about every two years, we'd have this crazy romantic weekend and then things would like get weird, complicated or something would happen and I would just ghost him. And I did it like five times. Damn. Then you should have been the one to propose. Yeah, because I had I had to prove it. And uh, okay. during the pandemic, with everything going crazy, and um, like I mentioned uh, two weeks ago, I've had COVID at least twice, maybe a third time. We're, we're thinking might have been COVID. And the last couple times, I almost died. And I had to put in order what was really important and what I wanted out of life. And I couldn't imagine doing all those things that I wanted to do without him. So, but I, I had to convince myself that I was worthy and deserving of that kind of life. So that's that's a hard part. Yeah. Hey, so what do you think of the turnout today? I'm dumbfounded. But I'm every time we do anything, I'm dumbfounded that people like it. So. And this is the first year that we're doing drag on the main stage, and it has been a hot topic online forums and in the newspapers. And the kids are sitting out here, they love the costumes and the shine and the music, and all their parents are so accepting. And even like my proposal moment, looking out and seeing nothing but people excited for my joy and excited for our community. It's, um, I cry every time we do a Pride event, and I've cried like four times today. And we, we, we had one um, uh, before we took a break. We had this kid come on, 
Christian father. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm wearing sunglasses. So like, and that's my bad. Let me cut you off. But like, I, I I love things like this because this is like my first time ever going to an event like this, and uh, it's just being around. You know what I'm saying? It's like a group, a community like this. And, uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a straight man, but I love to hang around. Like I like I love to hang around different people that have different. Open, always be open minded, regardless of where you're coming from. Like, and that's something that we can all just relate to as a background of getting picked on and getting bullied. You know what I'm saying? Because because you want to be yourself. Like, um, I I just love the community that that Kima is becoming. Like over time, we are progressing. And it's insane. Like. I remember there was like nothing like this. Like the arts was like not not a part of this town at all. Like, right. So to see come came in come a long way as a community and just open minded about things. Like we have scooters and uh, we have like little scooters, electric scooters now. It's like wow, like that's a new idea. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, know. it's it's, it's, it's like, starting to feel like kind of like a California pain, vibe to it. You know what I'm saying? Like a arts but town. better. Yeah, but exactly, better. exactly. And that's but I not love as that. expensive. Yes, ma'am. Right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and you know, a lot of that work is done by the. Uh, uh, downtown merchants and the people who are involved downtown. Uh, everything that you see that's happening down here was not started by our local government. It was the business owners. It was the people getting together and funding it themselves. Or even when we had our first Friday before COVID, it was it was a community of people trying to make life better for everybody. And that's when things turn out well and turn out magical. It's, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about all of us in this moment together. So, um, you know, Kingman has a really checkered past, especially when it comes to diversity. Um, in school, I'm Polynesian-American. I'm, I'm the fairest person in my family. And I used to get bullied and called horrible slurs once people found out my mother was not white. But I'm white passing. And it wouldn't be until we said something. So now we have all these huge events and festivals where everybody's welcome. And that's what it should be. So I, I love it. I love this. And like, and it's, it's crazy. You see a different crowd of people just moving into Keeman. You see it just coming better over time. Like, and uh, going back to like, it, it was like, it was a time where it was like, Keeman was just like, a, was a, a blend town. It was just like, it was crazy. It was like, it had no culture, it had no coolness. And I was just like, man. So I, I'm, from, I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee, originally. So when I tell people I that. Love I, Memphis. Yes, ma'am. So. Oh, <laughs> Memphis has my favorite museum of all time, the National Civil Rights Museum. Yes, ma'am. I wish I love that. If I had one wish, it would be that every person go to it. Most definitely. Everybody Most needs definitely. to. It's such a good educational. It's such a place. Educational it's experience. Too. Yes. And on top of that, uh, I love me personally. I love Elvis. So I, I love. Oh Graceland. yeah, Graceland. Yeah, I, went I love there too. Graceland. <laughs> so just to see, like, just to see. Honestly, I, I started wearing a lot of pink stuff, and like, just because of Elvis. So I was like, man, that's cool. I was like twelve. Yes, like, that pink Jeep. Yeah, exactly. That Jeep yeah. is cool. <laughs> that was like a big inspiration. So yeah, man. It's, hey, why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, my name's Isaiah, and uh, I live out in Boyhead, but uh, I I work out here in Cayman. And my brother, he owns La Dida on Bill Street. Oh, we love them. Yeah, yes, yes, sir. They're yes, great. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, usually, he, whenever he gets time, he'll come down here to any event that's going on. He'll just come out here so so love and support. And uh, like he said, man, it's, it's the people that are, are downtown. It's the community itself, more than just like the government. You know what I'm saying? Taking, yeah. taking, taking the lead of growing Kingman better to better places, to better schools, better education, things like that. So it's, it's in, a, in the near future, it's going to be a, 
a really a really good town. Like yeah, it's yeah, gonna be a start. Yeah, yeah. And, you, know, you know what else I love about Memphis? The Memphis <laughs> Flippers. Yeah. The, oh my, those guys are insane. The fact that they could do that many flips in a row, and I'm like, yes, man. I, I can't a, even do one. Blown away. Like, one. <laughs> how do you do 13 black flips at one time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Be like at least 20 of them. Yeah. Like 20 flips in a row. I'm like, wow. The, the athleticism it's is crazy. amazing. <laughs> that's, that's something I love about uh, Memphis. Is I, I grew up playing sports and you know what I'm saying things like that. But uh, my actually my uh, first encounter with uh, having somebody that was actually uh, part that that wasn't like a straight male was my my older cousin. And uh, I was always like I, even as a little kid, I always understood. And I always always told kids like. You, you shouldn't judge people because my oldest cousin, he he, he he introduced me into like Jordans and like kicks and this fashion. Like that's 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 what I, I think the that community for is because without them we wouldn't really have like a lot of music like Elton John, like all these great things like the like fashion sense. Like you know what I'm saying? They got it popping. Like, <laughs> and who wants to live without Elton John? Exactly. I mean, that's what, what I'm saying. How? Why? <laughs> <Most> definitely. <laughs> But yeah, um, so big shout out to everybody in the world because different backgrounds, different cultures, it's just, it's, it's just good to be cultured because then you get inspiration from a painting and you get inspiration from this, then you get told this information and that makes your, your like, your, more, your experience on life more better and more pleasant. Yeah. Right? I think we all need to be more accepting like that. Yeah, most definitely. And also realize that the people over there that the haters you know they, they're actually the minority now yeah for especially real. Seeing, a, seeing a crowd like this play, big time you know and i'll be the first to admit this town breaks me down <laughs> sometimes but to see this and ronnie so much thanks for what you do so it's um as i always say whenever we talk about um the board and what we do it's never I think the reason that we've been through everything that we've been through in the past three years, we know it's not about us at the end of the day. Um, and we sweat, and none of us slept. We were all here at 6.30 this morning. We all said, oh, we'll be there around 8. And I came over at 6.30, and I was the last one here. Couldn't that work yet? Oh, wow. <laughs> we were here because we couldn't sleep. We were so excited. To make it happen. To make it happen. Most definitely. And um, whenever we do our meetings, when our board meetings are always open, uh, people who come have the same vote that we have. Because it's not about us. Everything that we do is service. We, we have a mission. And we'll all say that it's not about me. I have done nothing but help. That's it. And that's what we all do. Because without people coming to enjoy it, without vendors helping to sponsor it, without the, um, I'm going to plug them because they, they're here. Uh, Waste oh, management yeah, do it. and the youth group that's over there. I forgot their name. <laughs> and uh, tap, uh, totally awesome printing and Nudge Pudge. We couldn't do this. This wasn't us just waking up and going, we should do a two day festival. This is months and months and months and a lot of people. Right. And we should thank, um, like, Starbucks over here, oh, yeah. waste management. It, it takes a lot of guts for these companies to come out to an event like this in this community. So in uh, Starbucks, we have an end with uh, Holly's been great, and Chris Holly's and all the best. We love her. But, like, waste management, they found us. We, we didn't seek them out. They found us. And uh, 
they wanted to be here. They wanted to have an impact. They sent us all this merch. The uh, it's a garbage can, not a garbage can. I love that. I love that. And uh, so you know, all these companies now they want to be a part of something. They want to be seen at events like this, and it matters. It representation and visibility matters. Um, since we've talked, the city of Kingman, uh, which is not known for being progressive, they posted our event on their public services page with the city of Kingman logo, and it says celebrating pride all month long in June on their government oh page. God, that was awesome. So, so cool. we are slowly changing the world, right. one person at a time. <laughs> but um, I, I nearly dropped my phone when I saw it because I never thought I'd see the day where the city of Kingman would put any weight behind it. Right, and you know, the best thing about that was, yeah, there were a few negative comments, but the majority of the comments, I would say 80% of the comments oh, were positive. Oh, easy. Easy. And it, it just shows, like, there, there's a scared minority um, of people who just don't want to see change or who don't know. And I always say, invite them out. Say, you know, come check it out. If we're not living up to your standards, come see it before you judge us. Well, yeah, come out, then you can say what you felt about it, you know. And then like, you can see I mean, it. Talk to they, you know, um, all those stuff that they said about our kids zone. Our kids zone is amazing. I wish that I was small enough to fit on those bouncy houses. I wish I could go. I, I, will they let adults go in the bouncy house or no? If, if you smile at them cute enough, because I have been in them. Oh, they have the coolest stuff. And the kids here, all, all they see is happy people. Right. So it's, it's been an incredible experience, especially after being shuttered for the past two years, because we had no idea what was going to happen today. And, and here we are. Well, you know, and we talk, talk about, you know, what we're doing here for a minute stories that we've heard. Oh, I, I can't wait to hear are, some are of those really We had, we had um, a hip-hop artist come on who his daughter had come out and he wasn't accepting at first and then he realizes he, a few years later how wrong he was he told us that story. And just to, it takes a big person to do that. Which is yeah. what we kept saying. This, like, that's a big person to this, this guy was so engaged and so excited to tell us that story. Like, this was the person I was. I was ashamed of that person, but this is the person I am now. Yeah. And to be able to sit here and listen to the story is actually kind of mind it's, it's incredible. And I, I can't necessarily share some of the stories that we hear or that I get back on Facebook. And um, the first year, I think we had weeks and weeks and weeks where you'd go home and you'd read the messages on the Pride pages and the community boards, and you would just be wrapped in tears from how many kids said, you know, I was planning on killing myself this summer, or running away, or leaving, and... Well, the one kid that we had on that we kind of got emotional with, he was talking about his friend that And, um, you know, I just got a tattoo recently, and it causes old scars to come up. And the tattoo artist had to ask about why the scars were there. And it brought up a lot of that trauma of growing up and being like one of the only out gay students and everything that we went through. So if I can prevent one kid from ever, ever being that, that dark, and that's, and that's in that dark of a place, we've done our job. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's basically it. You know, if, if, we can, um, if we can help 
one person by coming out and telling us their story over the next couple of days. Yeah. And that's because um, it's accomplished. And it's, and it's like, uh, like me, I, I like painting my nails, like, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I was getting just about that. And uh, I would I would do things like, I would wear dangle earrings and stuff like that, even as like a, little, like a smaller kid, like, you know what I'm saying? And I was getting judged about it and there were, like little kids would like snicker, they would make like little comments and be like, oh, you're fruity or, you know what I'm saying, this and that. And I'm like, no, it's like, me wearing nail, yeah, yeah, that's cool. what I'm saying. That's not, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and it's like it's, it's even like smaller things like that, and it's like people are so they like up like used to be so like closed-minded that this is little, little slightest thing used to hurt them. I'm like, if if it's not involving you, it has no effect on your life. Then why why should it matter? Like, right, why do you exactly. feel free to voice yourself on on something that doesn't have nothing to do with you? If you don't like it, then change the channel. Like. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. the, just go away. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's the biggest thing that like close-minded people need to look at because they know the reason why they want to close their mind is because if they pay attention to it, they actually learn about it and they educate themselves. They learn that oh, wow, wait, wait a minute, I have something in common with these guys, or I have I have this thing. Like you know what I'm saying? I can relate to that. Because we're all human at the end of the day. I, I guarantee you, you take the closest-minded person, you bring them to an event like this, they're going to be like, wow, I, I'll, walk a, I'll walk a day a different person. The right, yeah. They're going to have things in common because, like you said, we're all humans. Most and what person. I like to say to the closed-minded or hateful people, I'm like, you're going to miss out on the barbecue then. You're not going to get invited. You're not going to get the good food. You're not going to get to hang out with good people. Who and it's all because... You're going into it thinking that they're terrible people when if you just sit down and eat a meal with people, you realize that you really like other people who necessarily don't fit the mold what you thought you would like. Right. And, and, you know? and going back to the, the, the very few comments on the City of Kingdom uh, Facebook page, the comments about the drag show and how that's somehow kids and I would and I didn't want to post any negativity but I yeah. wanted to say like show me the statistics where something happens to a little kid at a drag show as opposed to what happens to a little kid in certain situations in certain exactly. exactly right exactly <laughs> and here's the other thing we tell you like even in our kids zone we ask that you not leave your children unattended in a public space. Yes, most definitely. And right. that goes back to the thing. If you don't like it, change the channel. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, like. it's this mindset of, I'm going to drop my kids off to watch this because I'm being forced to. No! Stay with your kids. If it gets too much, take your kid home. But when we reach out, all of our daytime um, entertainers, they're given a list of a code of conduct, and this is what we expect during the day. And no one ever fights it because they want to be a part of events like this. And you know, when uh, people post all these people coming in, they don't realize the five board members that we currently have with Pride, we are all local. We all own businesses here. We are as part, as big of a part of the community as you could ask anyone to be. I, that's why I don't get when they think that we're this corporate entity that's showing up. No, we live here every day. Right. We're here. Well, I live in Bullhead, but right. same thing. Yeah. Yes. Right. Mojave County. It's Mojave County. So, yeah. 
And uh, like a thing I kept on hearing was like, oh, uh, we have all these foreign people moving in, or we have all these like, you know, what I'm saying, Californians moving in. I'm like, you don't even know where they're coming from. People are moving from Canada, or like, you know, what I'm saying, it's like, man, it's 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 just they can't get over the fact that it's growing to be a better place. Right, and that, like that leads into the whole thing, like replacement theory. Yeah. Which is, you know, it is kind of a little bit true because that way of thinking is going away. Well, the thing too with the whole folks that subscribe to the replacement theory is because they're afraid. They won't come down and, like you said, come come down, see what it's about. They're too no. afraid to even do that. In a way, I kind of feel bad for them for letting their fear overcome them and inhibit them from... Well, think about all the fun that... Meeting new friends. That people are having to get just meeting new friends. Every time right. I sat in the, um, under yeah. the awning, I've started talking to somebody I've never met before. And it's been wonderful conversations. These are all people I would have never met without being here. So all these people who refuse to try something new, they're missing out on all these wonderful experiences with members of our own community. I know. The That's... only negative thing I had happen today was I slammed my finger trying to get my cooler out of the storage thing, but everything else has been positive. <laughs> I somehow cut my finger right there, and I don't know how. But it's on the good finger, so... Right? No, we thank you guys for being out here and asking for everyone's stories and, and keeping it because I can't wait till we get to hear this all put together and parts of it and, and have that as a reminder of what we're doing and what, what we're seeing and how it's impacting people who've been in Kingman their whole lives or are just moving here. And Kingman's not the easiest place to live if you are not a cisgendered white passing person. And I can say that as someone who... Everyone in my family is very much darker than I am. And people have treated me differently than they treat my family my whole life. And then but once they find out I'm gay, I'm still... So I've seen a huge shift. Right. And I can't wait for that negativity that other people used to see just to be gone. And it's on its way out. It's on its way out. Slowly but surely. It's on its way out. It's, it's, getting, it's getting killed and it's dying off. Um, and uh, I, can, I can very much relate with that. And, uh, it's because I'm half white, half black, so I, I experienced like both sides. And I, I got to see a lot of things. Cause, like, before I had moved out here, I had uh, moved from Mississippi. And uh, it was like 2015, I, I moved out here in 2015. And I was just saying like Mississippi was like, I thought Mississippi was gonna be more closed-minded than out here. I was like, I can't wait to go to the West Coast, man. Like the West Coast is gonna be so cool. It's gonna be a different experience. And I came out here and it was like, it was like Mississippi part two. I was like, it is. <laughs> I, I, I could top that. Because I was born in Burlington, Vermont. Oh, man. So Bur you, Bernie yeah, you Sanders get it. was the mayor. Okay, and then I moved here. Oh, <laughs> so, man. I, I got mad. I remember being in high school. I graduated in 93 to date myself. But um, in 1992, I went to the Public Enemy concert. Heck yeah. And Flavor Flav came out at the end of the show and he said, we love Arizona, we love our fans, but we cannot come back to the state of Arizona because y'all voted against Martin Luther King holiday. And it was true. Wow. And that's why, like, and it pissed me off too being in high school. I'm like, the fucking South isn't even doing this. And we lost out on the Super Bowl coming because if you look at the NFL, yeah, they're not... 
players are not going to want to go along with that. You guys had some balls doing that. So we didn't end up getting the Super Bowl, I think, in Arizona until like 2003. I think it took 10 whole years, which oh, wow. understandably so it should have because it's like that is bullshit. You we were the, the what what the state chose to do at the time. So and I was... I was I was being made in that process because I was born in 02. So like, so from from that point, I, I really I didn't really think I think of Arizona, but and then until I came out here and I just like started reading about it, researching about it, and I was like, wow, like Arizona itself has like a, a weird history, but it's it's also kind of a kind of a cool one, but weird at the same time. Like it has like all these things that happened that took place, and it's like I, I didn't understand it because I was from the south, and I, like, I still don't understand. It. Like I kind of do understand a little bit, but. Arizona has progressed a lot, but it still has a long way to go. Like, I'm a native of Arizona. I've lived here my entire life. Not in Kingman. I'm originally from Phoenix. But, yeah, in the state. And, yeah. It was... no, most definitely. It has definitely came a long way because uh, I was like talking with a coworker of mine, and uh, he was like, "Lisa, like I, was, I told him where I was going, where I was going to be at, like be at after work." And I surprisingly, he told me, "Yeah, I mean, I wanted to go to that too." I was like, "Wow, I, I, I didn't want to, I wouldn't think he would have been like, you know, what I'm saying that he was more happy than I was. He was like, "Man, it's so cool." He's like, "Last year it was it was all right, but this year I hear it's going to be really dope." And I was just like. Well, like, I'm gonna find out, man. And uh, he's actually working on 16 tonight, so he couldn't be here, unfortunately. So, so thank you, Mel, for just telling me, like, just just having that confidence, and just telling me, like, man, just go out there and enjoy yourself, no matter what it is. Like, just, just love it. And uh, I really, I really love the atmosphere. It's a really cool environment right now. Very accepting, yeah, and I think definitely. that's what draws a lot of folks in too. Like, just the acceptance. It feels good to be accepted. It feels good to be someone who does accept other people. Most definitely. Most definitely. It's been fun. <laughs> yeah. It's been a blast, too, on top of all of it. I'm going to sleep so good tonight. <laughs> right? We were saying that earlier. <laughs> yeah. I know. I will be so tired later. I love you guys so much. I, I, I love everybody here. Thank you guys for having this, and thank you for having me here. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you for thank coming you. and talking to us, No guys. problem. That's, that's have love. A, have a really good day. Y'all see. God bless you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> But, uh, again, thank you guys for coming out and doing this and giving up your weekend too. So, as much as. What else should we be doing now? What else. Where else can we be if we have this much fun? Yeah, right? I think uh, even the vendors, the vendors the first year were, were very, very nervous. They all came to us at the end of the. And that year we only one day. But they were all packing up and raving about how much fun and how organized and how nice everybody was we didn't have the issues that you have at other events and yeah so there's planning for 2023 start on one day so what we usually do is we give ourselves a couple days um, for everything to settle in and rehydrate and then we'll have our follow-up meeting where we pull all of our numbers because at the end of the day we do have to run like a business um, and then usually we start getting ideas together and We'll have a vote really soon about if we're going to keep it at this park or try to expand it. We don't know if we're going to keep the two days going. We'll find that out kind of tomorrow. Um, but we're a new organization. So we're still learning what we're doing. And 
Um, we're only three years in. Our bylaws only allow us to hold positions for five years. So we are also majorly on the lookout for volunteers who who can see a future staying with the organization and continue the legacy. I think we would all be devastated if this were to end after all this work. But I would love for Mojave Pride to celebrate 10 years, 20 years, and 30 years. And um, we just hope, we, when we talk about in the past, we just hope that we never lose our family-focused festival kind of vibe. Because I think that's what sets us apart from other events. It's, we'll never be commercial. We'll never be, you know, too straight and too clean. It's always going to be down home and real people. That's what we love. I'm actually at the end of my stuff for here. So um, I'm going to go change soon and take some lighting over to Blackbridge, um, where we are doing our after party tonight. Blackbridge has been a supporter since the very beginning of us, Blackbridge Brewery. Right. Um, in fact, they have their trailer right there. And we've been, the Wicked Ginger. We've been, we've been taking part. I think we're, yes. we've been having the Go to Hellas. Yeah. Oh, supporting. <laughs> Good one. Plus, I tried the seltzer. Because you have, to, you have to support the businesses that are here. And that's the only reason. And that's the thing, you know, we wish that we could just do this for fun. Uh, but at the end of the day, this is a fundraiser for our charity programs that we run. We cannot do those without our vendors, without our sponsors, without and all of our supporters. And that's like, even during my proposal, I go, none of this has anything to do with me. You, you should true? mention the charities. Also to our list. Oh, okay. So um, under the umbrella of the And Then Initiative, which is our nonprofit, we have the Human Kindness Campaign. Uh, the Human Kindness, Kindness, as I call it, campaign provides uh, hygiene products, food. Sometimes we send people home, uh, people experiencing houselessness or being stranded. Okay. Um, and it's an outreach program. A lot of times they're afraid to go to churches or other organizations because there's a, there's a trade-off. We'll help you, but you have to do this. We don't have a trade-off. We just want to see people taken care of. Right. Um, the second one is our period project. Arizona is uh, ranked 49th in the country for how we handle uh, menstruation and uh, period poverty, which is people not being able to afford hygiene products when they're experiencing periods. So the period project, we collect like Ipsy and makeup bags. We fill them with hygiene products, and then there's trading posts around Kingman and in the schools where you can drop off an old Ipsy bag and grab a new one that's completely stocked um, at no charge to any other people using it. And then we also do the Family Festivity Project, which delivers holiday uh, care packages from December to January. And each year so far, we've helped about 35 families. So I believe that we're at 73 or 74 families help in the last two years. And where can they go to donate? Like, is there... Um, so, and then I.org, and then I, like, and then it's Chitip, or MojavePride.com. Um, and there's a button right at the top that says Donate Here. Also, we usually do a lot of drives on our Facebook. Uh, Facebook is kind of ground central for everything that we do. Even with, it's the easiest way for people to keep in contact with us. So our Facebook page is kind of where you'll find any information or any upcoming events. Uh, speaking of which, we are um, bringing back our And Now calendar where we're going to start doing semi-monthly smaller events that are community-focused, like a clean-up day at the lake, stuff like that. Speaking of that, um, we were talking to Father Ben. Yeah. 
and um, he was also interested, you may want to speak with him, about what can we do throughout the year to yeah. keep this and like barbecues. So what's perfect stuff. is for the end now calendar, it doesn't have to be put together by the board members or by Pride. Anybody in our community who wants to host a safe space thing can do so. It just cannot be at their home. Right. We well, don't he, want to he, open that up. He said we could use the church. Yeah. So if you have a place and an idea, reach out to us and we can put on the calendar and, and help promote it because we want the community to be a part of it. So we don't want people to go, where do we go? We want the community to help guide Awesome. It's good that everyone's on the same page. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh, again, I'm sure we'll see you again. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I'll be here. <laughs> well, you've been doing a great job. Thank you. It, it, this is amazing. So. And congratulations again on your I don't. I can't imagine what you're talking about. What? <laughs> oh, showing off that ring. Showing off the It's a little big, but he's going to make me another one. Oh, okay. Will, will, will that uh, video be up on social media? Um, I saw like six people recording. So I'm sure, I'm, sure well. I'm tagged by somebody by now. Yeah. And I'm sure that his mother has messaged me relentlessly. <laughs> and I haven't checked my phone. So, who knows? Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I'm, ha I'm happy it happened, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we're happy for you. Thank you guys. All right, cool. Well, I guess we'll wrap up this particular episode. The segment. Segment. And we'll get back uh, with everybody in a few. We'll, yeah, we'll continue this later. Cool. Okay, bye.